Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Antonio Brown has been a big topic on the show tonight. The Raiders have been a big topic on the show tonight. And joining me right now to talk a little bit about the Raiders, he covers the Oakland Raiders. He's their beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. Matt Kawahara, you can get him on Twitter, at Matthew Kawahara, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Matt, appreciate you making time on a Sunday evening. How is the Antonio Brown experience treating you so far? <laughs> yeah, the last couple of weeks have been pretty eventful. There's no, uh, no short of the storylines on the Antonio Brown front. Yeah, I guess when, when they made the trade for Antonio Brown earlier this year during the offseason, um, was the expectation that he was going to come in and be a different guy than he was in Pittsburgh because now he's somewhere where they paid him and he's wanted and, and all those things? Or were people kind of bracing themselves for what we've experienced over the last week or so? Yeah, I think it was somewhere in the middle. I mean, when they first made the move, obviously uh, people were you know, wondering, um, you know, what, what is this? how is this going to work? Like, what, how is he going to come in here and, and be a distraction? Is he going to bring a lot of drama with him? Um, but when they had the, uh, they had a press conference to introduce him, and uh, it was him, John Gruden, and Mike Mayock all sitting up behind the stage. He was very sort of uh, reserved. I mean, he was, uh, you know, not over the top at all. He talked about wanting to bring accountability to the receiver room. He talked about, you know, he mentioned the, how things ended in Pittsburgh, but it seemed like he was, you know, ready to move on from that. And um, it, it was all kind of uh, just very sort of uh, sort of tame almost when they when they introduced him and then you know they go through spring workouts and he's there and everything and then all of a sudden um you get to training camp and he's placed on the non-football injury list the same day that hours later after he you know arrives on a on a hot air balloon ride so that's kind of where everything kicked off uh and now for the last couple of weeks i mean that first report day, uh, John Gruden said that uh, you know after the after the hot air balloons done, he, he expects there's going to be a little bit more drama with Antonio Brown going forward. But I, I don't think that they quite expected it would be this at this point. Matt Kawahara covers the Raiders for the San Francisco Chronicle. Joining me on CBS Sports Radio, um, Gruden was very supportive of Antonio Brown over the weekend when he was asked about him. He's you know if you're Antonio Brown, it sounds like your head coach is saying things that make you feel pretty good. Are we buying that John Gruden is fully supporting Antonio Brown's act right now, or does he kind of is this kind of what he has to say right now? Just because we're still in the honeymoon phase and the dead money phase of the contract and everything else? Yeah, it's you know that's a good question. Just because um, before last night, after they played the first preseason game and he addressed those questions, he really hadn't said anything about Antonio Brown. Uh, you know, he was obviously repeatedly asked over the previous week. Where's Antonio Brown? What's the status with his feet? Um, and Gruden really stonewalled all those questions. He wouldn't talk about specifics of what Brown's injury, um, 
is or, or he wouldn't you know say whether he was with the team or he basically shut down all questions and then last night he goes on this kind of long spiel about how you know he he's supportive of brown both on the uh the feet injury which gruden says wasn't his fault and the um uh and the helmet issue which has popped up over, over the last couple of days and yes it did seem at that i mean my first reaction to it was that uh the tone of it was pretty genuine. I mean, you can usually tell when Gruden's kind of having his fun with the media or making a little, uh, you know, joke or snide comment here and there. Um, but then you also have to take into account, I mean, this is the, f- the first time he's addressed this stuff since the previous day when all of these reports you know, ex- escalated extremely quickly that Brown has this issue with his helmet. And if he doesn't get to wear the helmet that he wants, he might not play this year. And so, yeah, I think you can also view it as maybe a little bit of, this needed to be said on, from the Raiders' point of view just to make sure that Brown publicly sees that they are publicly standing behind him, so he might be a little bit more you know, inclined to, to show up in the next week, which is what Gruden said that they're hoping that he is going to do. To what degree is Derek Carr fighting for his job right now? I don't mean his job as the starter this season, but I mean long-term. To what degree is he fighting to be the long-term solution at quarterback for the Raiders? I mean, it's a... That's a tough question. I would say that, you know, with the exception of maybe, you know, a handful of, of quarterbacks in the league, everybody's, you know, fighting for the long-term, um, long-term security to, to a certain extent, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Carr, is, Carr is on a, you know, five-year, I think it's a five-year extension that he signed a couple of years ago. Um, everything that we've heard so far this offseason uh, and, you know, in training camp is that, you know, Gruden has, has publicly come out and, and you know, said that he supports Carr, said that Carr has made a lot of strides in the offense. He's really confident in the way that, uh, that Carr is kind of running things right now. Um, but objectively, I mean, you stand back and you look at what they did with the offense uh, this year. They brought in Antonio Brown. They signed Trent Brown, made him the highest-paid offensive lineman in the league to be the right tackle. Um, they totally overhauled their receiver group. And um, so I think, you know, it, it, I, I don't think there's any question that there is some sort of expectation or demand that that Carr is going to take this offense to the level that it was not performing at last year. Um, Obviously there were a lot of problems with that team last year. Their defense was, was very bad. um, But, you know, the offense didn't do them a a whole lot of favors either. And I think, you know, there is that sort of expectation that Carr is going to show some improvement and help this team improve this year. Now, whether that's, is going to, you know, whether their record or his passing yards or completion percentage is going to determine whether he's playing in Las Vegas next year. I, I'm not confident in saying that, but, uh, but there is, you know, it, I think there is going to be some scrutiny on him uh, as there has been the last few years. Matt Kawahara, San Francisco Chronicle Raiders beat writer, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. I just want to circle back to Antonio Brown on one more question. This helmet thing will play itself out, I'm sure, but I'm curious – the the uh, the foot issue right now, the frostbite of the feet. What are they saying in Oakland right now, in terms of the seriousness of that injury? Yeah, so the Raiders, um, the Raiders, John Gruden. Nobody at the Raiders has publicly confirmed that it's frostbite. I mean, it's been it's been reported uh, in several ways, and it's kind of just understood that he's dealing with this frostbite issue in the bottom of his foot. They have not said anything specifically about that or about the cryotherapy uh, mishap that's. Uh, that is, you know, it's being attributed to. But for last night was also notable because it was really the first time that Gruden has sort of uh, characterized um, sort of the severity of the of the injury. Like I said before, he really had not touched any questions about uh, the details at all. 
And then last night he came out and said uh, both that Brown's foot injury is uh, very serious or really serious and also um, that it's not a laughing matter. And I think that was kind of a, a maybe a little shot at some of the some of the ways that it's been reported about him, you know, just going into a cryotherapy uh, <laughs> machine without the right footwear on. Um, and but so we, we don't really know uh, specifically what the what the severity of the injury is, but it seems evident. I mean, from what we've been able to sort of piece together from what they said is that, you know, it's been enough to keep him out of practice. And, and I think their stance right now is that it is the feet and not the, um, the issue with the helmet that has, you know, has sidelined him since uh, I think it was not this past Tuesday, but the previous one. So for the last 10 days. What's the dynamic like, Matt, between John Gruden and Mike Mayock, the general manager? Um, from a standpoint of, I'm, I'm assuming Gruden is the guy who has final say on things just because he has the 10-year, $100 million guaranteed contract. But how much influence does Mayock have, and how much do you sense Gruden is listening to, to Mayock's recommendation on things? Yeah, I think it's pretty healthy right now. Um, obviously, it's still new, so there's, you know, there's, I mean, can change that at some point, but there, um, you know, Mayock, I think shortly, really shortly after he was hired, he came out and, and you know, explicitly said, hey, John has the final say on personal mm-hmm. decisions. So I don't think there's any sort of misunderstanding there about, hey, there's going to be this, like, power struggle or anything like that. It's it's pretty understood that, that you know, the players that they're going to acquire are the players that Gruden wants in his system. Um, but I think uh, their working relationship and sort of the dynamic between them is – is good in the sense that you know when when John came in and, and uh, Reggie McKenzie was still here last year, they it was often portrayed I think that they didn't really get along. Um, I, I think they got along, but they sort of operated at different tempos. I mean, Gruden is all the time uh, pushing, 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 getting up super early in the morning, watching film all the time. And Reggie was sort of a little bit more methodical in the way that he did things. And I think Mayock is um, sort of more at Gruden's tempo, uh, and I think. They like that about each other, uh, and so that their working relationship, as far as we've seen right now, very healthy. They kind of riff off of each other when they're talking in the media. Obviously, they both have that uh, history of being on camera, so they're pretty comfortable doing that kind of thing. But yeah, I think you know all signs are right now uh, things are things are pretty good. But it's week one of the preseason of the first year that they've worked together, so plenty of time for that to change if it does. Mm. Yeah, that'd be a fun duo to cover, no doubt about that. Matt Kawahara, San Francisco Chronicle, Raiders beat writer, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Last one before I let you go, Matt. How is it covering a team that's on hard knocks right now? Yeah, you uh, – I mean, you, I don't want to say you don't – you know, the, the company line, the standard line from players is, oh, you don't really notice the cameras after a few days. You definitely notice the cameras. I mean, there's cameras, you know, everywhere. There's in press conferences, on the sideline, in, in camp. Um, it was really easy to spot Antonio Brown the first couple of days when he was <laughs> actually out wandering around the field because there was this huge boom mic following him around all the time. Um, John, uh, Gruden had some crack during a press conference that he like had a nightmare the previous day that the guy with the boom mic was you know in his room. He woke up and the guy was standing over him. But uh, anyway, it's it's like uh, they're there, but I think they're not intrusive in terms of. I mean, just from our point of view, like. Reporting, they don't really get in the way. It's you know, other cameras are around all the time. Uh, for the players, you know, I I, I don't know that it's necessarily. I, I think the way that you know you look at Hard Knocks or when you watch it, you think that it really is sort of this fly on the wall thing um, where they're you know they're almost invisible and they're capturing these organic moments that are happening in camp. Uh, 
I'm sure there's a little bit of that, but I think there's also kind of an understanding among, among the players that everything they do is being recorded and could be shown. And it's, it's impossible just naturally for that to not, you know, play into a little bit how you're interacting with people. So, um, you know, it's, it's a presence. Uh, it's something we have to watch every week to see, you know, if they've, if they've caught something that, uh, that we weren't able to. And it's, it's, it's really going to be interesting, I think, this week to see how they portray this stuff with Antonio Brown um, and see if they've been following him the past few days. Uh, because I think that's really going to speak a lot to what they are aren't allowed to, uh, to show and who's kind of making those decisions. Because this is like prime drama. I mean, if you, It's the biggest story showing, in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. They could be showing fans something that nobody else can if they're, if they're allowed to like follow them around with the camera. Um, but you know, if, if the Raiders in the NFL or, or anybody saying, Hey, no, we would rather you don't do this. Uh, I don't know what the dynamic is there, but if there's not a lot of Antonio Brown in this week's episode, then that's going to be kind of weird. So Matt, Matt, look, I, I'm, I'm based in Houston. So hard knocks was here four years ago, back in 2015. If you want to make it fun, get with some of your media friends there, both in print and TV, radio, whatever. And what you do, do what we did. We had a pool. Where if you showed up on Hard Knocks, we kept score as to who could show up on Hard Knocks the most, and at the end, the person who showed up the most got the money. It's a pretty, you know, it kind of oh, okay. keeps it interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have to be really smart about where you position yourself. That's it, baby. That's that. it. Yeah, you got to you got to know where those cameras are. So yeah, so standing um, behind the camera is not a good idea. Though. Bad idea. Trying to, yeah, bad okay. idea. No, that's like that's like calling a draw play on uh, third and twenty-five, <laughs> thinking you're going to make the first down. Uh, Matt Kawahara, San Francisco Chronicle, covers the Raiders, and you can get him on Twitter, at Matthew Kawahara. Uh, Matt, appreciate the time, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.